Oh, y'all already know what it is. It's I've, your boy back here with the Just Ivan Jr. Podcast. What is good, everybody? You already know what it is. I just wanted to say, first and foremost, thank you for listening. For my usual listeners, thank you for continuing to rock with your boy. And if you're new, thank you for joining us today. So, I got a real quick uh, podcast episode today. I ain't going to take too much of your time today. But I kind of wanted to um just address like how to deal with um the thoughts and feelings you have about the war in Ukraine, right? I'm not going to get into the politicking type stuff and stuff like that. But I wanted to, you know, just address and just go through how to deal with, you know, your thoughts and feelings and your emo- and emotions when it's going to, like, with what is going on with the war in Ukraine. Because, like, there's a lot that comes with it, right? Um, You realize, like, there's innocent people that are suffering. Um, There's people that's evacuating their homes. Um, You know, you even have people in Russia that are protesting and getting locked up in jail. You know what I'm saying? Like, even, they're not even happy with it. You have um, Putin even trying to, you know, silence their people from even posting stuff on social media or you get in trouble, you know what I mean? Um, It's just a a lot of mess that's going on here, right? And um, I know for some of us, it could be very scary when you're talking about war and bombings and getting taken out and all this other different stuff, right? I mean, it could be scary, right? But my goal is just to really just encourage real quickly um about what's going on with the war in ukraine and you know for us not to walk in fear and you know for us to you know still be confident still live our lives while we're still praying and trying to help out you know people in ukraine and anybody else that's suffering out there as well right so i kind of want to give us some encouragement right now and give us some you know give us some things that can help us you know walk through this and process What's going on out there and, you know, still ha- making sure that we're all here also, like, not living in fear, but, you know, walking and, you know, still doing our regular duty activities in our lives, right? So, I'm going to start with this point, right? So, this point is not to dumb down or to belittle or minimize what's going on in Ukraine, right? It's not to minimize this, but we also have to keep in mind that stuff like this happens, right? Stuff like this happens. Like, we, there's a repeated history of wars and things that have happened. And even casualties and all this other different stuff, right? Because, you know, we start to, you know, freak out, kind of. And we start talking about, you know, the last days, which, you know, we are living in. They've been, we've been in the last days since the first century. You know what I'm saying? Um, so, we've been, this has been the last days for a long time. So, it's nothing, you know, out of the unnorm. And I kind of want to go over some things that have happened in our history, in our time, because if you think about it, there's a lot of different stuff that's happened that's killed many of people and all this other different stuff. Right. And I believe at that. I mean, honestly, at that time, especially if you're like you're a believer in Christ, like we, they were saying, oh, this is the last days. Jesus, Jesus must be coming back when this stuff was happening to people. So I want to even look at, you know, let's look at some things that have happened already. Right. When you look at World War One. Right. And the Spanish flu around the same time. So, look, look World War One, right? France lost 1.2 million soldiers. Great Britain lost 959,000. And Germany lost over 2 million people, right? And then the Spanish flu happened in 1918. Where over two, over, my bad, over 20 million deaths worldwide. Approximately half a million in the United States. 
The Spanish flu caused approximately 500,000 out of a total population of 103.2 million, right? So we have World War One. You know, we have France, Great Britain, and Germany. Well, them, well, all of them pretty much lose, lost a million people. We have the Spanish flu, who killed over 20 million people, right? Well, we don't look at it as like, okay, it's 20 million people. It's still a lot of people for one. And then two, you also got to look at the population. The population of America wasn't the population it was today, right? It was actually a lot. It was still smaller. It was a lot smaller. And it killed a good minute, a good, a good, a good, you know, a good number of, of of the population in the United States, right? And I'm sure the people at that time were thinking like, oh shoot, this must be, you know, Jesus must be coming back. Like the world's about to end and all this other different stuff, you know, World War One and then the Spanish flu. You got all this different stuff, right? And then if you even look at um, early history, like early church history, right, where you have. 10 different persecutions, right, in, in, in early centuries, where we had the first persecution under Nero in uh, AD 64 to 67. Then you had the second persecution under Dom Domitian, third persecution under Trajan in 108 to 107 AD, fourth persecution under Mar Marcus Aurelius in AD 162 to 180, right? So pretty much all the persecutions that I'm naming is at, at this time in the first, like, three centuries, you know, Christians in the Roman Empire were getting persecuted because of their faith and getting killed. Um, I believe it was Nero. Nero actually messed up and caused something to burn down. I forgot what city it was. I forgot exactly what city it was. But And he blamed the Christians for it, for his mistake of burning something down. And then he even persecuted them even more. Like, I think he was also the ruler that was actually sending dogs to attack Christians. It was a mess. It was a mess, right? It was a mess, right? So I believe even the Christians at the time were even saying like, oh yeah, this is definitely the last days. I know Jesus is definitely coming back immediately from the stuff that we are dealing with and going through right at this moment. You know, because they're getting killed just because they want to believe in Jesus, right? Instead of worshiping uh, Roman pagan gods at this time. Then, let's look at the Mongolian, the Mongol conquest, right? Where the Mongol invasions and conquests took place during the 13th and 14th centuries, creating history's largest contagious empire, the Mongol Empire, which by the 1300s covered large parts of Eurasia. Genghis Khan, you know, the supreme ruler at the time, the Mongols attacked, may have reduced the entire world population by as much as 11%, right? 40 million people. 40, men, 40 million people were killed during the Mongol conquest. And the Mongols depleted 11% of the world's population, right? So think about this. During this time, or, or, or during this time, I believe uh, either believers, Christians, or whoever, they were probably thinking like the world was going to end around this time when you have someone who's eliminating like percentage of the world's population. Like a movement, like a group of, like a group of the Mongols and Genghis Khan is leading them who were eliminated 11% of the world's population going around and killing. Like, if that would happen right now, we will all be, like, really freaking out and all this other different stuff. Like, we will all be saying the world's going to end, Jesus coming back. Or, you know, we, we will all be freaking out, right? Let's see. What else can I um, also talk about? I mean, you can even think about Hitler and his reign and how many Jewish people got killed. I believe it was, what, 7 million Jewish people being killed and murdered and torture and throwing in gas chambers and all this different stuff. You don't think, uh, like, believers or people in Germany think in the world, like, this is it? 
like Hitler's the Antichrist, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, the world's about to end, all this other different stuff. We can look at slavery. How many Africans were killed, you know, even during slavery. Like, there's many of instances we can look at throughout history, right? And think, okay, this is it. Like, Jesus coming back. The world's about to end. There's so much stuff going on. Stuff like that. And the reason why I even go through all those instances is just for us to realize, like, Stuff like this in our life happens. It sucks. We have no control over it. For all the, you know, for, for stuff like this happening. But it's been happening. In our world for years. Centuries. Decades, right? Like, it's been happening. And I'm sure groups of people were thinking the same thing we were thinking. That we were thinking. Back then. And I'm saying this because I want us to get in the mindset where we need to be prepared when stuff like this happens instead of freaking out when stuff like this does happen, right? And I'm not saying don't grieve. I'm not saying don't be upset. You know, I'm not saying, you know, don't be a little shocked. But I'm saying is we have to be prepared for stuff like this because we live in a fallen world. We live in a world where sin is in the world. We live in a world where people do evil acts. We live in a world where people do bad things. You know, it's inevitable. Stuff like this has happened. History has happened like this. This is not the first time things like this has happened. So it's something that we need to, you know, even though like things could be going good in the world or things are going good in our country and things like that, we can't be so blinded by just the normalcy of things going, you know, pretty decently at the moment that stuff like this can happen. Stuff like this can happen and it is happening. And we do realize we're realizing it's happening right now. So. Real quickly, I just want to, you know, share like some a verse or two to really help us out be able to deal with stuff like this, right? And the one thing I feel like one thing that to to uh help us you know, think about this and deal with this right, you know, we need to really make sure we're not taking life for granted. Really realizing how blessed we are. You know, especially if you're living in a country that's not in a war right now. Like if you're living in America, like we're not in a war right now. Or anything like that. Like we're able to still leave our house. You know not worrying about missiles and bombs and evacuations. Or we don't have to worry about. Um, evacuating your home. Evacuating all your stuff. Taking all your stuff and traveling and leaving. And going to another country and, and for safety. You know what I'm saying. Like we don't have to worry about certain stuff like that. Not be literally. You know not downplaying. Because you know not everyone's life is kosher. You know we all have different stuff that we experience and deal with at home. Right. So I'm not saying like you, you everything's hokey dory over here. And you're not going through nothing. But we have to realize how blessed we are, because when countries are going at war, that's a a big stigma. Like that's a huge like that's another thing that we're, you're dealing with right now. We're talking about bombs, guns, killings, all types of different stuff, invasions, all types of stuff. Right. And that's something we don't have to worry about. So sometimes. We need to remember how blessed we are. Don't take life and things for granted. And people in your life for granted. Because you never know. In life. And especially if you live here in America. We we could be. You never know. One day we could be in that predicament. Like you never know. Maybe next year we might be in that predicament. Where we might have to evacuate or leave our homes. Or certain states have to do X, Y, and Z. Like you never know. You know. Because we can't predict or have control over anything. Right. We live in a fallen sinful world. Where people do evil acts. And are influenced by the enemy at times. And stuff like this happens all the time. So we have to be prepared for stuff like that when it does happen. 
And part of also preparing for ourselves is just making sure we're taking advantage of 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 taking advantage of of the blessings and the things that we do have right now. In the midst of us not dealing with with war and 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 having to evacuate and leave your home and stuff like that, right? And I even think about you know what Jesus said in Matthew six thirty three through thirty four, where he says, "But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you." Therefore, do not be anxious about tomorrow, for tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Sufficient for the day, it is his own trouble, right? So Jesus is really talking about being anxious right here, right? And he's saying, you know, seek first the kingdom of God and the rest will be added to you. Meaning, you know, throughout our life, it's crazy. Throughout our life, there's things that we don't, we don't have any control over or anything like that. Like, there's things is hectic, Right? And through the pandemic that we all went through, that's a big indication to know that you don't have the control of your life. You have no control over situations and outcomes. You don't. We don't have control over that. So when we're seeking the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all the things we added to us, the more we seek Christ and, and not indulge in fear, not indulge in what the world says, not indulge in, in, in being anxious and worried about what something's going to happen, you know, to us or anything like that. And when you focus on Jesus, then we're able to live our lives. You know, we're able to have peace that the Spirit gives us. We're able to conduct and live our lives, even though in the midst of craziness and stuff that's going on in our world, and even, you know, even in, the, in our own craziness in our life, we're able to get through those things because of the peace and focusing on Jesus. And He's the one that actually helps us and provides us, provides us a way to continue to move through different things that we're anxious about or worried about or things that we're even fearful about he's able to deal with that. And then he's saying, don't worry about tomorrow, right? You know, we need to focus and just worry about just taking day each day by day. Because a lot of us, we always get ourselves overwhelmed by thinking about tomorrow. Think about, don't worry about tomorrow. You know, Jesus, don't worry about tomorrow. For tomorrow will be anxious for itself. Don't worry about it. You know, let God take care of tomorrow or what tomorrow is going to look like. We need just need to focus on what we can do today. How we can better ourselves today. How can we move forward today? That's what we need to focus on instead of focusing on tomorrow and possible outcomes and possible things that might happen, right? And that's how we get overwhelmed and anxious and fearful. And, and, and sometimes that can stagger certain things in our life, like stuff like this that happens, right? And even in Matthew 24, you know, 6 through 7, Jesus also says as well in Matthew that, And you will hear wars and rumors of wars, so that you are not alarmed, for this must take place. But the end is not yet. For a nation will rise against nation and kingdom against kingdom. And there will be famines and earthquakes in various places, right? So Jesus is talking about the end of ages in this first part of chapter 24. Jesus is talking about the end of ages. He's talking about there will be wars, rumors of wars, right? So that you're not alarmed. Don't be alarmed by that. You know, he's saying don't be alarmed. Stuff, this is going to happen. This is what Jesus is saying. This is going to happen. Wars and rumors of wars are going to happen. You know, but these must take place. It's going to happen. It must take place. But the end is not yet. You know, nation will rise against nation. Kingdom will against kingdom. And there will be famines and different earthquakes and mother nature and all this and other different places. Like Stuff like this is going to happen until the return of Jesus. So we've been in the last days since like the first century. Right when he when we when you hear about the last days and Jesus talking, he's talking about even currently right like right now when the, when the, you hear scriptures and the Bible talking about the last days, not necessarily even talking about future tense. It's really talking about right in that moment. That's what it's talking about, right? So we've been living the last days for thousands of years. 
you know, thousand years. And rumors of wars and stuff like that is going to happen. Jesus is saying, don't be alarmed. This stuff is going to take place. The end is not here yet. You know, like I said, we live in a world that's fallen. We live in a world that is people that make bad mistakes. People that are, are influenced by bad people and do bad things. You know what I'm saying? We all sin. People sin. And because of the midst of this, stuff like this will happen. People will get power hungry. People will do stuff like this. So we got to be alarmed. We got to be able to know that this thing is going to happen, but not diminish what's going on, but also like realize like, okay, this is going to happen because we live in the last days. But also remember that focus on Christ still. You know, don't worry about tomorrow. Worry about today. Worry about how you can better yourself today. But worry about how you can move on and still move on, Right. And still not live in fear. You know, it's okay to have a little bit of fear, right? Because it is being fearful. Because we don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know about all this and stuff. But Jesus told us not to focus on it. Focus on today. Focus on him. Focus on the things that we need to focus on. Not worrying about the... Um, and not worry about the outcomes tomorrow. Or stuff that might happen, right? And some people just need to start watching the news all day, every day. I'm not saying don't watch the news. Because, you know, you got to be hip to what's going on. But... Some people watch the news all freaking day. Why not watch the news all day for, bro? <laughs> like, why? What's the point of watching the news every, I mean, all day, every day? Like, why? Put something else on. Get your mind off of just stuff and drama and things that are going on in the hectic in our world. That's not doing any of you any good. Looking at that stuff, listening to that stuff all day, bro. You know what I'm saying? Gotta stop watching the news all day, every day. Or, or being on social media where all the people are talking about this. Sometimes take a break from it. Get away from it. Indulge in something else. Indulge in something else. Okay. And I kind of. And I want you to remember one thing at all as well, too. We have to make sure that, you know, continue to pray for our world. Right. Continue to pray for, you know, Ukraine and, and the Russian war at this moment. Pray for everything that's going, people stuff is going on in the Middle East and Africa, because there's stuff going on there too. Like, continue to pray for our world, you know, because our God is a global God. Our God cares about all the people all over the world, right? So we need to pray. Go to God first. Instead of running to social media and tweeting and running to the news and tweeting first, let's go to God first. Let's pray to Him first. Let's talk to Him first. Let's go to Him first. You know? Let's pray. First Chronicles 16, you know, seek the Lord and his strength and seek his presence continually. Do it over and over again. Feel the presence of God over and over again. Pray for others over and over again. Do this over and over again. You know, first John 514. And this is the confidence that we have toward him. That if we've asked anything, the key word is according to his will. He hears us. So continue to pray. Pray continuously. Because whatever is according to his will that he, you know, he hears us. Pray for his will to be done in every situation. Because even in the midst of bad things, right? In the midst of bad things, God still uses that for good. He still can use that for his good for, in many different ways. And sometimes we might not even see the bigger picture, but it happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, God can use situations that happen for it. The bad, or when people intended for the bad, you know, he can still turn it and make it into a good thing. You know, for instance, I even think about my life, where, you know, I was born premature, and, 
having problems walking and talking and struggling with that and and you know kids making fun of me and having a cyst on my brain and having all these different hardships because of that and dealing with that but even in that bad situation me being born two months early and having all those health complications all this stuff dealing with and dealing with my mental health in the process of that I was you know I was a God was still able to use that for my good because through my weaknesses and different things I went through he's able to use that you know for his glory and to really help me grow in my walk with him grow in my patience with him you know what I'm saying grow it grew me a lot all the stuff that I went through and even in the midst of me going through what I went through you know it was still you know God still made it for his good he still made it that way you know and all the stuff that I've been through it got me up into this point so sometimes even in the midst of wars and all types of stuff that's going on and all the history that I kind of showed a little bit of um you know God still has a way according to his will to make things good for a benefit of some uh, a benefit I'm trying to tell you we might not know it we might not see it because we're not him and we always think from a earthly fleshly standpoint but it is so I just want to wrap up with this pretty much is that the fact that you know that you know we need to be prepared because stuff like this has happened and will happen and will continue to happen until you know Jesus does come back that he tells us to be you know to pay attention to that to know that pay attention to that because there will be rumors of wars there will be wars nation against nation he says don't be alarmed by that don't be surprised or shocked by that don't be surprised for kingdoms all this stuff you know all this is going to happen has to take place but to focus on him don't live your life in fear focus on him let him guide the will of your life let him straighten your path let him be the peace in your life so that when you're not here living in fear because of things that are going on in the world and not being anxious about possible outcomes and remember to not focus on what tomorrow has focus on each day day by day take your time and continue to pray for the brothers and sisters and everybody in ukraine you know pray for the people in russia that are getting locked up protesting um pray for even the Russian soldiers, because, you know, I think a lot of them don't even want to do this because, but they're being ordered to. Uh, and he also prayed for Putin to freaking have a change of heart and just to re release his, his soldiers and stuff back and just to cease fire and realize this is just a waste of time. You know what I mean? Like, even pray for, for Putin as well to change his heart, soften his heart, and don't make things worse. Because, you know, pray for everybody and all of them in that situation. But... That's pretty much all I have for you guys today. So I hope you enjoyed the conversation. I'll be back next week with more content. Thank you for listening. You know what it is. We out. Just Ivan Jr. Podcast. Peace.